Hey, good morning, y'all. If anybody has listened to my podcast, available everywhere on, you know, everywhere you listen, iTunes, Google Play, uh, the little blue, the little purple icon on, uh, on your phone, um, you'll know that I've been doing real short podcasts, but I had, uh, a few folks say, hey, Philip, I actually want you to do a little longer, uh, longer form, uh, podcast. And so I, I'm getting so many questions now that I'm gonna just start bunching them and maybe, maybe still doing it daily or maybe three to five times a week, but I'm gonna get more questions in because if some people who know me know what I'm doing, I'm actually writing my next book, which you know the title, Ask Philip. And so I'm creating content that I could just use for that book. So, um, I'm gonna start doing it this way. By the way, if y'all have questions during the, during the deal, uh, feel free to drop it on Facebook Live for folks that are just listening on the podcast. If you're not uh, following me on Facebook, um, do so because I do it live. I have a study group, Ask Philip Study Group, that I share this video in, and everybody in the Ask Philip Study Group uh, is when I when the book is out is going to actually get a free copy. So look it up on Facebook so you can see the live podcast and um, uh, ask questions, get a copy of the free book. So let's get down to the questions. Where do I invest outside of my 401k plan? That's a, that's a really good question, right? And I'll kind of run you through my thought process and my checklist that I use when I'm deciding where to invest. So my first thing is you have some extra money. Uh, how do you have any you know, non-mortgage debt? If so, we want to use some of that money to pay, to pay off all those things because that's interest going out. Um, and it's a good thing to put money towards doing that. Second, uh, I think it's really wise for everybody to have um, a year to two years of their uh, salary or expenses uh, liquid and available. It doesn't have to be uh, in cash because that doesn't earn much. But you could put it in a brokerage inv- account, which is an investment, a non-IRA or a non-retirement investment account where you can have access to your money when you need it. And so that's a great place to put money outside of your 401k plan. Um, I'm a huge fan of not being super fancy, so you can do a, in retirement plans and uh, brokerage accounts, well-diversified portfolios using exchange-traded funds, which are low-cost funds that allow you to get diversification. Don't be super fancy. And, and that's what I would say. Do those things. Pay up, use the payoff debt. Build up, get a brokerage account where you put one to two years of your salary expenses in it um, in a well-diversified portfolio. And then get aggressive in saving in things like 401ks and IRAs. Uh, and then if, if you're on track for retirement at a time that you're comfortable uh, and you have the extra money saving, you just have extra money, then you can get fancy, but you need to research all the fancy stuff on your own. Um, sec Or join my study group where I might cover some fancy stuff every now and then. Second question that came in, how do I save for college for my kids? So if you follow the first process that I just went over, then that um, then it's very likely, depending on how old your kids are, you'll have no car payments, no student loans, no credit card payments that free up your money that allow you to, uh, a, a lot of times, cash flow college, meaning write the check every semester because you don't have that money. And or if you have that pile of money with one to two years of your expenses that's liquid, you have money available uh, to pay for college using that. I am not a personal big fan of 529 plans or college plans because of the restrictions. If you don't use it for college, um, 
expenses or a credit, whatever they call it, an accredited university, then you got to pay penalties and taxes. And um, most people who I'm talking to don't have unlimited dollars. And so I rather build flexibility into the plan, meaning pay off debt, which frees up money, have a pile of money that you can use for mixed purposes, your retirement, uh, anything that comes up in the next five to seven years, their college. The trade-off is the 529 plans, um, uh, you're able to save money on taxes as the money grows. You don't do that in a regular brokerage account, but I'll trade the little taxes I got to pay along the way for the flexibility all day long, especially when I'm talking to somebody with um, uh, competing financial needs and a finite amount of money, which is which is most people. Uh, for grandkids and people trying to do stuff for grand, you know, uh, they have plenty of money for themselves and they're looking to do it for grandkids. Maybe a good option, but I like I love flexibility. So that's that's my two cents. What to do with an old 401k plan? Um, roll it over, right? If it's pre-tax money in the 401k plan, roll it over into a traditional IRA. Uh, that way you avoid taxes, penalties, and then you can self-manage it or have an advisor manage the fund for you um, uh, or a mutual fund company, but definitely roll it over. Uh, if, it's in, if it's in a Roth 401k, you can roll it over to a Roth IRA. Because I, and maybe it's because of me, my personality, I like to control things. I don't like when things are out of my control somewhere where I can't do something with it. Uh, in a lot of situations, you could move your money to a, a portfolio platform that has lower fees in a 401k. And then secondary, if you die with money uh, in a 401k, you have a less, your heir, your beneficiaries have a less, a less flexible way to get the money. Um, meaning if it's in an IRA, they could um, stretch it out and defer it and not have to take money out and pay taxes until their retirement time. If it's in a 401k plan, um, you you don't have that option uh, and you're, you're more limited. And I don't want to get into tax stuff because I'm not a CPA, but your, your CPA will have a lot more flexibility and your estate planning attorney and your financial planner um, if your money's in an IRA instead of a 401k plan. Uh, the last question that I got, let me make sure. Yeah, the last question was, how do financial advisors get paid? So this is something I wrote about in my first book, Retirement Investing 101, is a lot of people aren't dealing with a financial advisor. They're dealing with a salesperson uh, that's getting paid a commission to sell products. And nothing wrong with it, but uh, they're not technically a financial advisor. They're selling stuff uh, for a commission. So, um, um um, they're paid from the insurance company or the broker, the investment broker who, um, uh, who they get their products from. Uh, they're getting paid a commission uh, by them that comes out of um, uh, your account one way or another, either through locking up your money for a period of time in insurance products or out of that fee that you don't look at on your statement when you get it, uh, when you bought the product, the money that comes off the top. Financial advisors are paid uh, by a fee, either in the form of a financial planning fee um, uh, uh, and or an investment advisory fee that's billed to your investment account um, quarterly. Um, so those are how financial advisors get paid, by a fee, not tied to product. Um, a lot of folks will use a financial advisor like myself. I own Stonehill Wealth Management, which is a, a registered investment advisory firm that's independent and um and uh, my clients come to me for objective advice. They say, hey, Philip, I don't, I don't want to work with somebody who's paid 
um, different amounts based on the products they sell me. I want somebody who's going to give me advice objectively, um, and that's why some people go with a fee. But again, whichever one you want to do, do it. There's good people on both sides, but there's a difference, and they're paid differently. Um, those were the questions that came in. But again, if you have more questions, drop them in the comments section. I will answer them on the next live that I do. I try to do one every single day during the work week. I'm really building a lot of content for this book. Make sure you join the Ask Philip study group um, in the group section of Facebook um, as well. Because again, when the book is out, I'm releasing it uh, free to all of those folks uh, in the group. Uh, this is meant to be for informational purposes and educational purposes, not meant to be investment advice. You need to seek your own counsel before making any investment decision. Um, investing involves risk and you can lose money. I hope y'all enjoy y'all's day. Thanks.